Hi, Charles here from Nerve of the Phone Podcast, and you are listening to Tokyo Munchies Podcast, hosted by Kyle, here on the IndieBlastNetwork.com and on Anchor.fm. Stay tuned and get yourself some Tokyo Munchies! Hey, yeah, and hey guys, welcome back to the Tokyo Munchies Podcast. Good to hear. Good to see you again. Well, I wish I could see you. It's not like I'm watching you through your window or anything, but welcome back anyway. So into the podcast, guys. We go straight into the straight into it. No mucking around today. Haven't really got much to talk about, but we'll talk about some good stuff. So we're going to kick it off with the Tokyo weather. So today is actually a very very nice day. It was it is Wednesday here in Tokyo. I'm on time with my publishing this week, so don't. Don't be upset if you hear my podcast now rather than tomorrow. So it's Wednesday in Tokyo. It is 4.36. Let me just refresh that because... Ah, uh, yep, there we go. Yeah, no, it's 4.36. It's cloudy. It's at 27 degrees Celsius. So it's nice and a toasty day today. I mean, it's been sunny all day, but just coming over cloudy now. So it's 27 for you guys in America. That's 81. Wow, that sounds nasty. But it's 27 in Tokyo, in Australia, I think it's around about the same. We're going into winter in Australia, but over in Japan we're going into summer. Um, precipitation is at 40%, and yeah, that's looking about right. Humidity, humidity is at 54%, and the wind is at 3 ms. I'm going to have to Google that. What is that? I'll Google that and find out one day. It's not really here nor there. Um, we're going, we're just on the cusp of rainy season here in Japan, so we're just about to get into it. It's an interesting time of the year, because, uh, right, it's like 27 to 29, and then it creeps up into like 30, up to about 36, 38, then the humidity gets right up there to like 80 to 100, and it just, it gets hot, sticky, sweaty. And at the same time, it goes into rainy season. So it's hot, it's sticky, it's sweaty, all day, every day. But every afternoon, Japan has this magical gift. Every afternoon during summer, there's this cool breeze that picks up and just blows through the city and cools everything down. So it's it's nice. It's like someone has a finger on the switch for the aircon for the weather. But that's pretty much um, the weather for today. And as I said, we're going into rainy season, so. I'll just break this down really quickly. We've just finished spring, we're going into summer. It's gonna get hot and sticky and nasty and my shoes and my feet are gonna smell fantastic. Then we go into the rainy season where it's gonna rain for about two or three months. And then straight after that, we go into the typhoon season around September, August, September. And that sometimes drags into November. And then straight after that, we go into winter and then we get snow and it does snow in Tokyo. Never let anybody ever tell you it doesn't snow in Tokyo. I've been living here for 10 years. I've seen it snow in Tokyo probably 6 out of the 10 years I've been living here. I was working with this crazy guy. He's a foreigner as well. Oh, sorry. He's um from another country as well. And um, we're at work and he's saying to the manager, Oh, it never snows in Tokyo. I've been living here for 25 years. I looked at him and I straight up called him out and said, Dude. Get off the crack pipe, man. I've been living here for 10 years. It's snowed the last 60 years in Tokyo. 
It snowed so hard in Tokyo one year, I was snowboarding on the streets in Shibuya. That's how much it snows in Tokyo. So, sorry getting off track on there, on the Tokyo weather, but it does snow in Tokyo. And that's the Tokyo weather. And we'll go straight into the Japan news. Because uh, I want to, let's keep this positive, guys. I'm um, going we'll to go back to my good friend, thejapannews.com. Japan news, breaking news from Japan by the Yomuri. Alrighty, the Yomuri Shibun. Right, let's go. Japan news number one, number two, and number three. Number one, karate's kata competition to be held online for the third for third year students in Japan. The national high school competition in the kata category of karate will be held online. The videos of kata performances sent by third year students. The National High School Championships, which is known as the Inner High Athletics Meets and covers various sports events including karate, was initially... Right. Yeah. Well, anyway, the meat and the potatoes of that article is that um, the National High School Karate Karate Kata competition will be held online as opposed to being held live, which it normally is. And so we're going to use that quickly, guys, for Japan Word of the Day while we're here. Um, you all know Karate Kid. Yeah, I watched Karate Kid in the 80s growing up. Karate Kid was great. Yeah, Karate Kid was fantastic. Love Karate Kid. Love Miyagi-san. So um, Japan Word of the Day, Karate. So we're going to do this correct pronunciation for you guys. Karate. It's not Karate, as we say in Australia. Karate. I'm not sure how you guys say it in America, karate, I don't know. But um, yeah, in Australia you say karate, but um, it's actually pronounced karate, karate. Japanese spoken language operates on the vowels, on the syllable and a vowel, so it's K-A-R-A-T-E, so karate, karate. And kata, for any of you good people out there that have never studied martial arts, kata is a set form of movements performed um, during your grading ceremonies. You learn the kata as you are progressing through your belts. I studied karate when I was a kuromo, when I was a child, and I studied kung fu as well. Um, so. Kata is just a set of movements. So you have like a punching kata, and then you have a kicking kata, and then as you progress, there's a punching and kicking kata, and then there's a grappling kata. So it's just a set of movements. So Japan news number one, because of the elephant in the room, the uh, karate kata competition will be held online for third year students in Japan in high school. And so they'll be sharing the videos with the uh, judges, and they'll be going, "Oh, very good, Joseph Dasne, or Joseph Dunai, or Gambare, Gambare, come back next year." Anyway, news number two. This one looks a little bit full on, just from the headlines. I'm going to say this nice and slowly, just so you get the gist of it. Ninety-year-old zombie slayer, Japan woman certified by Guinness. Book of Records, I'm assuming. They just said Guinness, so it could be Guinness a drink, but I'll read it again. 90-year-old zombie slayer, Japan woman, certified by Guinness as oldest gaming YouTuber. Okay, I got this. I've read this article before. So here's the blurb. A 90-year-old woman in Matsudo, Chiba Prefecture has been gaining attention online after setting a Guinness World Record as the oldest gaming YouTuber. 
Hamakomori, known as Gamer Grandma, has more than 300,000 subscribers on her YouTube channel, being the best in the world at this age at slaying zombies. Online, in the video game, of course. No, I'm not gonna log in to you. No, don't do that to me. Ah, anyway. So, that's pretty cool, man. We have some two really cool news stories from Japan so far. The karate, the karate, 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 kata. The karate competition is going to be held online for the third year high school students. Japan News number two, the 90 year old zombie slayer Japan woman certified by Guinness as the oldest gamer, gaming YouTuber. And she's going to be making some coins. She's holding up, in the picture, she's holding up a Guinness World Record certificate of being the oldest YouTuber in the world. With over 300,000 subscribers. So she's probably got her um, silver YouTube button as well. I think it's, is it 100,000 or 1 million? I don't know. That's Japan News number two. This is a weird podcast today. I'm sorry, guys. Um, and news number three. <laughs> here we go. News the heading. Where does Japan's tradition of school lunches go from here? Well, where does it go from here? That's... Well, you haven't given context to start with. But anyway... Schools have resumed classes after lifting... After... Hang on. Schools have resumed classes after the lifting in all areas of the state of emergency, which have been declared to contain the spread of the elephant in the room. At some schools, school lunches have also restarted, although usually a pleasurable time for students to eat together, the atmosphere has been... Yeah, and I'm not going to go into the article because I'm, I'm looking at the picture and I know exactly how the atmosphere has been. When I first came to Japan, I was working as an ALT, assistant language teacher, in some Japanese elementary schools. And Japanese school lunches are very, very interesting. They're very different in the elementary school system compared to Australia. I'm not sure what you guys do in the States or the UK or Canada or wherever else you are. But um, Japanese school lunch system in the elementary or primary school system... Uh, you're, you stay in your classroom with your fellow students. These, um, the, the cooks, they bring in these little trolleys with um, the plates and the trays all on one trolley and the cups. Other trolley has these big bowls full of different foods. And um, some of the students are nominated to be servers. So they go to the front of the class with the little trolleys and they put on a little hairnet and a little white jacket so they look clean and keep their food and germs off the food and all the kids line up and they get a tray and they get some plates and a cup and then they go the next go the serving student the serving student's like serving the food gives them the bowl already served sorry and then gives them another meal already served in the bowl and they get all their food and then they go back to their table and they sit down and they eat their meal sometimes the students will draw all their desks together like their little groups and you'll have like a group b group c group be four to six students and their little tables together and they eat their lunch all together and they talk and they carry on like pork chops and then after they finish eating they take all their plates up to the serving area again they put all their plates in one pile on one trolley they put all their trays in another pile another trolley they put all their cups in another tray and another another pile so it's all very very organized it's very very organized and it's quite fun actually but um as Due to the elephant in the room, this has been um, nipped in the bud, so to speak. So, looking at the picture, <laughs> poor kids. 
Um, all their desks have been separated by six feet, and I think there's going to be some pretty strict serving protocol on who serves the food, and there'll be masks involved and all types of carry-on. So that's Japan news number three. But it's nice. Japan's starting to reopen after the elephant in the room. Everything is starting to look pretty rosy over here. So Japan news number one, number two, and number three. Quick recap for you. Japan number one, news number one, karate kata held online. Number two, 90 year old zombie slayer is the oldest YouTuber in the world. Japanese woman, that is. And number three, uh, Japanese school lunches. Where do they go from here? We're going to go to a promo break from Indie Blast Podcasts. We're going to talk about some Postmates because, guys, check out Postmates. In these crazy times, you need food to be delivered. And I'm getting lots of line messages from a friend. So I'll go to a promo. I'll deal with these line messages and we'll be back shortly. Have a good one and enjoy. There are 24 hours in a day. One third of the day is spent in bed. And why not be in the most comfortable you can get? Layla mattresses are more than just a foam mattress. They are copper infused and flippable. That's right, flippable. If you like a harder mattress, use one side. If you like a softer mattress, flip it over and voila. And the great thing about Layla is getting to try it out for 120 nights. That's right, four months. And if you decide that you don't like the mattress, Layla will pick up the cost of shipping it back and give you a full refund. Layla also offers bamboo sheets, weighted blankets, and memory foam pillows. And if you act soon, you can take advantage of their spring sale. $150 off a mattress and two free pillows. That's a $300 value. Plus, they are offering $30 to $50 off accessories. If you would like to take advantage of this great deal, simply follow the link in the show notes to let them know we sent you and to help support the show. Layla Sleep, thoughtfully designed for the most cool, clean, comfortable sleep imaginable. Thank you, Nate, from Indie Blast Podcast for that promo for Layla Mattresses. So, guys, as we mentioned earlier in another podcast, we're proud. We're a proud part of the Indie Blast Network with Nate Edwards over there running the whole show. So, there's a heap of us podcasters all on there on his website, and we're it's just an easy way for all of you guys to listen to lots of different podcasts all in one convenient, easy place. I could probably say all a couple of more times because all I have to keep saying is all, as I've said all the time. But anyway, we get back into the podcast. We're talking about why you're here for Japanese candy, the Tokyo Munchies. And today is Wednesday, so we're going to go Wasabi Wednesday. I used to run Wasabi Wednesdays every week with my old shop at Ticktail, but I'm just trying to pick up the new shop and get everything rebuilt again. New shop's a little bit more trickier to run, but we're getting there. So Wasabi Wednesday, it's back. It's back, and it's going to attack your taste buds like nothing else. Though, as you know, Japan is famous for lots of things. Sushi, Mount Fuji, sashimi, bullet trains, geisha, samurai, ninjas, the list goes on. But one of the things I love the most about Japan is wasabi. So wasabi is like a horseradish. <clears throat> sorry, not a... It's similar to horseradish. So wasabi is a root plant. And it's grown in the mountainous regions. <clears throat> I mean, and as you probably know, it has a bit of a kick, has a bit of a bite. It's not like curry, and it's not like pepper. It's something totally different. When you have a good solid hit of wasabi, it gives you like a like an ice cream brain freeze. It's really weird. It gets in the back of the nose and it gets in the head, and it's like, oh, oh, oh my god. <clears throat> 
It's, mm, some people don't like it. I love it. I love it. I have wasabi every single day. So today for Wasabi Wednesday, we're going to talk about wasabi candy in Japan. And we'll go from the famous ones first. So wasabi Kit Kats. I've sent a few of these around the world in my time, trust me. And wasabi Kit Kats are the bomb. They're so good. It's it's made with real wasabi, like wasabi powder, and then it's real wasabi infused in the creamy white chocolate Kit Kat. And you get that Kit Kat crunch <clears throat> with that creamy chocolate flavor. And then all of a sudden you get this like, oh my God, ice cream headache. Ah, God damn it. Well, Wasabi Kit Kat's been around for quite a while now, and they are awesome. I'm going to be stocking the shop full of them in the next few months. <clears throat> I mean, as we get back to normal shipping. And yeah, so you've got to get that out of the way first. Wasabi Kit Kats, you've got to try it. If you've never tried it, you're missing out. You can't say you've been to Japan or love Japan about trying Wasabi Kit Kats. That's, that's it. That's it. That's it. Number two, one of my favorites again, is from Yamayoshi. Yamayoshi is a... Um, it's a snack company here in Japan. They're pretty big. They make these awesome potato chips called wasabi. And it's wasabi and beef mixed f- flavor in a potato chip. And it's so good, man. It is so good. Once you start eating them, you get that beef flavor and then that wasabi hit. And it's just so good. It just keeps going on and on. Unfortunately, the packs are pretty small. <clears throat> so if you're going to order... I'd suggest ordering either like a five pack box or a 10 pack box. So after you eat that first packet, you're not going to reorder straight away and pay for that shipping again. So they'll be on the shop very soon as well. The wasabi beef, the wasabi beef potato chips, they're fantastic. There's a couple different varieties of those too, but I stick with the main ones. Um, in Australia, we have the wasabi peas, like the um, freeze dried peas. They're damn good. I don't need to sell them on my shop because you can buy them in Australia, you can buy them in the US, you can buy them in the UK. So yeah, wasabi peas, they're fantastic. Oh, wasabi Doritos, man. I've got to get my got to get my hands on some of them. They're going to taste awesome. I'm going to try to find some of them for you good people. And let's see, let me give you a couple more. They have wasabi sundae, wasabi ice cream. So if you're a fan of wasabi and you're a fan of ice cream, then why not mix them both together and have a wasabi sundae? It's a damn good... It's pretty good. I, I like it. I know it's a bit weird, but I like it. So let's round this off. and Because um, we're going to talk about some other stuff and make this podcast a little bit short today, unfortunately. But a couple other things from the wasabi world on wasabi wednesday here at tokyo munchies is mike's popcorn and mike's popcorn from fito lay um mike i'm not really sure i'm assuming mike is an american branded popcorn but it's really popular over here in japan they do lots of different flavors they do like um sour plum flavored mike's popcorn they do hokkaido butter flavored mike's popcorn and obviously they do wasabi-flavored Mike's Popcorn, which is fantastic. As you probably realize by now, I'm a really big fan of wasabi. I love it. I just love it. I can't get enough. So you mix Mike's Popcorn, which is awesome, with wasabi, which is awesome. And then you're just in heaven there. It's fantastic. And I'm getting a little bit too excited about all the wasabi here. So I'm just going to finish this off with one of my favorite recipes, which I love to cook. Wasabi avocado and soy sauce. It is, it is like the go-to 
side dish when you're having a Japanese meal. It is so, so good, man. All it is is just get your avocado, slice it up in little cubes, pour in a bit of soy sauce, mix that together, just put in a bit of wasabi, mix that together, and serve that as a little side dish with your meal, and it is the bomb, man. It is so good. You get that creamy avocado, that soy sauce saltiness, and then that wasabi bite. Ah, anyway, I'm going to eat a lot of wasabi tonight because my throat's a little bit dry. <clears throat> I think I've been drinking too much Japanese whiskey. But anyway, that is the that is pretty much the Tokyo Munchies talking about what's happening here in the land of Japanese candy for Wasabi Wednesday. We'll go to one more short promo. Man, I'm having a bad time speaking today. We'll go to one more short promo and then we'll go to a couple of shout outs and wrap this up. So have a listen to this one, guys, and we'll be back shortly. Hello, dears. My, my, my husband used to always ask me, how is your taint so fresh and so sparkly and clean? Well, the secret is I use Big Rig Meek Hot Wax daily. A daily application of it upon my taint makes it fresh as a daisy and it tastes lovely. All the boys down the road always compliment me on the freshness and the cleanliness of my taint. I'm, I'm a British grandmother, I'm 94 years old, and I'm not really sure what you Americans mean by taint, but I'm assuming it's the place between my a-hole and my prison wallet, as you so subtly put it. But yes, I'm a firm believer in the big rig mig hot wax, and I will use it every day. Regardless of how clean my taint is, it's never clean enough without a good thorough scrubbing and a solid application of Big Rig Mick Hot Wipes. Thank you Big Rig Mick. I don't know who you are, I'm assuming you're a nice Mexican gentleman and kisses from Granny in London. I love you. I'll see you next time when I reorder. Thank you dears and enjoy a cup of tea and a special plate of spotted dick. Have a great afternoon. Ah, yes. So, guys, with that being all said and done, that brings us to the end of our podcast. It's a little bit... Sorry if today feel a little bit rushed. Um, just had a lot of stuff on. I just wanted to get through everything as quickly as possible. And um, just had a bit of a dry throat. I don't have I don't have the elephant in the room. It's a dry throat, that's all. Totally gutting my room and cleaning everything out. Um, if you've ever lived in Japan... Japanese apartments are famous for being super dusty and I don't know why, the where, the hell, the how but there's just dust everywhere man like you vacuum, you clean and it's just dust again and it's like what the hell man? Ugh. So maybe it's an allergy what's going on right now but yeah but you're not going to have any problems because this is a podcast you're not touching me, I'm not touching you I'm not coughing at you or anything I'm not wearing a mask or gloves I'm just shading my head and wearing tennis pants and that's it. But <laughs> that's neither here nor there. Anyway, so we're going to wrap this podcast up. Um, 
I'm more interested. Do you have any questions about Japan? Do you have any questions about Japanese words? Do you, what would you like to know about Japan? Please feel free to email me at tokyomunchies at gmail.com. That's tokyomunchies, and munchies is spelt with a Z, at gmail.com. And ask me a question or send me a message via the Anchor app, like an audio message, and I'll happily answer that and I'll put it in the podcast as well. So, to wrap this podcast up, shout out time. Again, my good friend Nate at Indie Blast, Podca- Indie Blast Network. Nate is the legend. He is the man, the myth, the mystery. He's a good bloke. I really like him. He's always positive in his emails, he's always uplifting. He's like, you can do it, guys. Let's do it together. So go check out Indie Blast Podcast, IndieBlastNetwork.com, the Indie Blast Podcast Network. Check out all the cool podcasts on there. My good friend Charles from Nerd of a Phone, he is on there all the time. And he's on Twitter all the time too. Go follow him on Twitter. He's a funny cat. He's always posting some weird stuff. So go check out Indie Blast Podcast, Indie Blast Network. <clears throat> if I can say this correctly in this podcast once, <clears throat> I'd be very happy. And again, I'm very sorry about that. I just got to finish this podcast. Why well, I still have a voice? Because I'm starting to lose it. So, <clears throat> Indie Blast. Go check that out. Also, guys, go check out Events Hakuba. I'm working as an affiliate for Events Hakuba. We're selling their product. And they have some awesome stuff. The links will be in the description. If you want hoodies, hats, ringer shirts, t-shirts, iPhone cases, prints from Hakuba. Hakuba is one of the best places to snow to snowboard or ski or just to get out and enjoy in Japan and it's very close to Tokyo only about an hour and a half two hours on the bullet train so go check out Events Hakuba the link will be in the description that's my affiliate link if you buy something from Events Hakuba you're supporting me and you're supporting my channel so thank you guys go check that out I got a shout out to Tensaka Tensaka it's been a little bit like um it's been a little bit stagnant, to be honest with you guys, with 10 Sucker Sports right now, because um, everybody else has a lot of things to focus on, and they don't really have much time to focus on something which is random. And But I'm not going to give up on this. 10 Sucker Sports, I'm going to grow this as a sports brand, which is giving sports back to the people. So my ethos, my company message is, 10 Sucker Sports, take your game higher. We have quality stuff, guys. It's made in the USA. It's designed in Japan. It's born in Japan. I made the logo, and the logo represents Japan, fun, enthusiasm, and forward motion. We have Nike backpacks. We have sports tech competitive t-shirts. We have beach towels. We have snap trucker hats, snapback hats, muscle shirts. We have heaps of cool stuff. So check out 10 Second Sports. Stay tuned as... <clears throat> After all the um, rest of the stuff dies down, <coughs> pardon me, I just want to finish this podcast guys, I'm really sorry about clearing my voice and the coughing, I just, it's just the dust. So 10 Sucker Sports, go check that out, my baby's not going to go away, she's going to keep growing. And last but not least, Tokyo Munchies, go check out Tokyo Munchies on our new shop, Tokyo Munchies at the Freeze web store, um, the link will be in the description. We will be updating everything on there and we'll be adding new products as we progress. Japan Post still is not shipping, so we can't ship just now. So everything is sort of on standby. So we're just treading water and hopefully in the next month or two, 
everything is going to explode like Katy Perry singing the Raw song. So that's pretty much it for the Tokyo Munchies podcast this week. And I'm really sorry about um, the clearing of my throat every five minutes or so. And I'm sorry if it felt a bit rushed. I just needed to get this out of the way with and done because got a lot to do. Um, my kids will be home soon and I can't do a podcast when the kids are at home and I go cook dinner, um, have a shower and proceed with normal life. But thank you guys always. Thank you so much for listening to the Token Munchies podcast. And I hope you enjoy the craziness here. And look forward to seeing you next week at the Tokyo Munchies Podcast. This is Kyle signing off. If you got the munchies, we got the munchies. Tokyo Munchies. Come get some. <laughs>